Blog Talk Radio. Hi everybody, welcome to the Neil and Christian Baker Psychic Hour. We are here to take your calls today and to discuss, to discuss, I don't know, what are we discussing today? Well, we'll find out. 914-338-0164 is the call in number. Press 1 if you'd like to speak with us. And uh, you can join us on our social media uh, channels, Facebook, and Twitter, those accounts, I'm sorry, X, formerly known as Twitter, those accounts can be found under our blog talk radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. And if anyone out there knows how to contact Facebook in order to get reviews that are spam removed from your Facebook page, we'd appreciate it because we've got a couple of reviews that um, are soliciting business from other people. And unfortunately, Facebook has been unresponsive in 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 uh, unresponsive to our to our communication with them. So, if anybody knows how to get in touch with them and be effective, that would be great because we have been unsuccessful thus far. It's very confusing the business suite on Facebook. It's like you know, all these all these selections and no one has responded to my report that I made. I've made two reports about them. It's annoying. Yeah. And the instructions yeah. online say there's an arrow that's supposed to pop up when, when you make a comment so you can mark it for deletion, but it's not actually true. So that's um that's what's going on. Anyway, Halloween was yesterday. I hope everyone had a safe Halloween. And what else? Matthew Perry died, which has been a real media um, focus, interestingly. You know, I didn't know he was that big of a star, but it turns out he's connected to the prime minister. He went to school with Justin Trudeau. His mother was the press secretary for Justin Trudeau's father. And his mother's, mother, um, mother's husband, Mike, uh, Matthew Perry's stepfather, is Keith Morrison, the anchor uh, or investigative journalist for Dateline. So it's kind of interesting. Um, but, you know, he had his demons. Yeah, he supposedly had a, he was addicted to Vicodin and he had all kinds of problems, uh, psyching, depression, alcohol. Yeah, they, apparently it wasn't painkillers they found in his home. It was anti-anxiety and antidepressants. And then he suffered CO, from COPD also. My thought is that, you know, it could very possibly not have been drug-related, his death, but his body had been weakened so much. If he has, You know, he had COPD from, from smoking for many years. And if you take opioids to the point of your colon rupturing, obviously you've done some pretty severe damage to your body. The body's miraculous. It can regenerate itself. But that's, I mean, he struggled to survive through that, through that trauma. And um, his, his you know, healing he, time was like, go, go ahead. He, he wanted, uh, Fam- he, he really wanted to be famous. He, yeah. he really was striving for that. And he said that once he was, he didn't realize what the repercussions were going to be. Now I don't know what the repercussions for him were, but probably the drug abuse and so on and so forth that go on. Success is not what you think it is, and so 
I guess some people can become very famous and successful and they have normal lives. Others um, seem to be corrupted by it. But he's not the first individual that's ever stated that success is not what it's really up to be. Uh, being famous and all that uh, has its con- consequences, apparently. Especially if there is a uh, sense of instability in the soul. Because you can strive to, to achieve something, but if your soul isn't balanced and your spirit isn't intact, well, then the ego becomes a destructive part of your being. So actually, you know, we're made up of body, mind, and soul. But it's not so much the soul as much as the spirit. There are a lot of giving people out there with wonderful spirits who still self-destruct. So that's not typically the way to go just to say, well, he's strong in spirit. A lot of people are strong in spirit, self-destruct. There's got to be a balance, a way to balance your energy so that you have a sense of how to proportion your being in any particular crisis or existential situation or depression or whatever may happen to you in an environmental way. Now, that doesn't excuse those individuals that have internal problems, organic problems, brain functioning problems that are more genetic or biological in nature and not environmentally produced through the ego. There are people who are born chronically depressed or chronically ill. And that's a different situation. It has to be tolerated or remedied by other means. You just can't tell the person snap out of it. And that could be considered a disease. But for the other majority of the population, the idea that uh, you're better off being balanced and knowing how to regulate your system and speak to yourself during a crisis or during some major event in your life that could be somewhat devastating. So there's that sense of equilibrium, if you will. And if not, then, you know, like Matthew Perry, you resort to drugs and you go off the edge. By all, I mean, by all accounts, he was clean, but it sounds like there were some things in his home, antidepressants, anti-anxiety medication. I don't know whether he was drinking or not again or, you know, I don't know. I don't really care, but... He's so drowned in his jacuzzi. He could have, under, he could have had some. If he was taking anti-anxiety medication, yeah, those are sedatives, and that could have even being in his system, even if he wasn't on them at that moment, it could have affected. You know, they'll, these medications have long half-lives, like Valium. So even if he wasn't on it, you know, hadn't taken one right before he got in the hot tub or an hour before he got in the hot tub, if it was in his system, yes, it could have contributed. But the fact that he had antidepressants in his home and he talked about the fact that he really wanted a family and a wife and he didn't have that, you know, love in his life, I think he was relatively unhappy. I think he was unhappy and quite lonely, even though he was surrounded by a lot of friends, family, close friends and family. He still longed for more in life. So he left the earth um, without completing things that he wanted to complete. I mean, his death was definitely premature. Well, you know, years some old. people are very comfortable being alone. They, they don't desire a mate. They don't feel out of place without a companion. They're very comfortable being alone. But when someone yearns a companion and they go through life, even if they have friends, but they go through life alone, there's a definite gap of emptiness in the person's soul. And it doesn't matter if you have friends. It doesn't matter if you have activities that you do. When you feel a sense of absence, when you're really wanting somebody, that can lead to a major distortion of what would otherwise be a healthy, healthy psyche. 
alone is a loneliness. Being alone is not so much the state, the same state as loneliness. Being alone is just being alone. A lot of people are okay with being alone. Yeah. But loneliness is taking the word and using it, shifting it into a different gear. <clears throat> and loneliness can result in a sense of detachment, despair, alienation, and ultimately self-destruction if it comes to that. So there's a lot of lonely people out there and they do cope. Even if with pain, they, they survive. Maybe they have a gene that suggests to them, well, I'm miserable, I'm depressed, and I'm not going to kill myself. I won't do it. But they live a miserable life in terms of being a, uh, having loneliness in their life. And then there are those who deliberately take their lives, and then there are those who indirectly take their lives. You know, they don't care. They're rather reckless, whether it's with meds or some kind of behavior pattern. They're, they just don't care, and they leave it up to fate to take them because they're, they live on the edge anyways. He did live on the edge because he was, according to reports, he was on the flight manifest, I mean, regular basis for Epstein Island. So, and so was the Friends cast. All of the Friends cast, apparently. I mean, which is... I don't know. I mean, but what surprises me, I guess, was um, so many celebrities have died recently, but this, I mean, the the focus on his death seems to be the greatest out of anyone's death that has happened in recent months. And maybe it's because of his political connections. The, the, the prime minister of Canada, the family is connected. The mother was the press secretary. He went to school with Justin Trudeau, which I mentioned. He did... I mean, he was very well connected, and then, you know, going to Epstein Island, I, I don't know. Well, you know, he wrote a memoir that was probably some poor confessional, bearing his soul and talking about his addictions. And apparently his notoriety was, was uplifted by this book. I haven't read it, but by this book talking boldly and courageously about his addiction and being very open about it. And the multi-millions of dollars he spent in therapy and, and rehab. Maybe insights, I don't know. Maybe there's some insights in terms of why he relapsed and what it is and why one goes to drugs. I mean, it's always interesting to read about a personal per, person's personal struggle, their rise to fame. You know, I find autobiographies, biographies, very interesting reading. But on the other hand... <laughs> You know, the ego that, I mean, you know, writing a book about yourself takes a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of ego. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I don't know I don't what mean, sort of rewards you should get for, for, you know, egotistically, if you will, talking about his life and being open. I don't know how courageous that really is. I mean, maybe, maybe helping other people. Helping other people that are that are that have drug problems, whatever it is. But I think for him, writing that book must have been some kind of personal catharsis, more than you know, an effort to 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 really make changes in the world. I mean, it it, and unfortunately, I mean, it's interesting. His birth date was um, he was a forty three seven. So, you know, by 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 master number, he should have had some spiritual essence. I don't really hear much about anything spiritual in his life whatsoever, but he was born um, in August. So, you know, that's where the fame comes in. Karmic. I got to look at his birth date, Matthew Perry. You know, drugs. So here you need drugs because you want, you want the drugs to lift you out of a severe depression or anxiety or whatever it may be. And then the drugs are a bit of a scorpion because they can ultimately lead to your death through carelessness or overuse or deteriorating your body over time or in spite of taking drugs, the drugs themselves produce an energy field around you where you, you ultimately, it results in death. So drugs, in my mind, 
I try to avoid them. I've always had. But drugs, in my mind, have a scorpion sting to it. I don't want to compare drugs to a scorpion because we're animal lovers. But the idea that that what's trying to save you will also be a factor in probably or more than likely maybe killing you. Some people swear by drugs and they say without them I wouldn't live. I wouldn't be able to cope. And that's where the drugs can come in handy if you use them properly. People need drugs actually to live. And even street drugs, some people, some people need it to live. Well, if you're addicted, yeah, that would so, be true. But the, but where, <coughs> or dependent. Dependent is not the same as addicted. Those are two different things, but we don't need to get into that. We no. have a caller. And this is not a show about drugs or the benefits of, of the faults of drugs. It's a show about more or less the content of the spirit. If one is able to move into that zone and live a spiritually clean, balanced, positive existence, Knowing that there are circumstantial positions in our external world that may try to challenge us. According to Jennifer, he was a uh, uh, an, an agnostic, but a seeker. So, I mean, you know, he's probably coming back. So, there you go. Okay, we have a caller. One sec. I'm chatting and... <laughs> answering the caller. 614 is on the air. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Hi, you're very muffled, caller. Okay. Any better? That's better. Okay. You got to speak up. Okay. Um, My question, do you want me to ask, ask my question or... What's your name? My, na- my name is Filson, yes. Yeah, it's Filson. I thought so. Who? Filson. She's a four, I believe. What's your birthday again here? May 12, 94. 1994. Okay. 5, 6, 7, 8, 18. 18. 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. Yeah. 31, 4, as I thought. Okay, what's your question? Um, my, my ex is getting married this, this Friday. Um, I'm feeling a little bit down about it, I'll be honest. Um, but my question is, am I going to find somebody better in any recent time? Like any, any recent time or in any future time? Any future time? Yeah, that's what I meant. Right. Yeah. Recent would be... That you already found him. Okay, so, well, do you remember this history, Neil? So the boyfriend was, part of the reason for the breakup is because he wanted to do, like, threesomes with other women. So there was, and there was some abuse in the relationship, right? Yes. Yeah. Verbal. Verbal abuse. So, I mean, when you broke up, been a couple years or less it's been the thing is we have broke up it's been like a year but I've a year. always like uh I've met, I've met up with him like here and there like we've been but we're not together we haven't been together right when you made meet up is there like any like intimacy or is it just friendship um, there has been some things. Yeah. So you're hooking up, and he has a girlfriend that he's now marrying. Correct. Yep. And you've been intimate with him while he's been with this girl. Yeah, but I didn't know that at the time. It's it no judgment. Or, or well, I'm not. We're not judging you at all. Yeah. There's no judgment. <laughs> but this guy is oh. crazy, <laughs> This guy is a creep, and you're, I mean, you, whether you know it or not, I mean, there has, I mean, you're, you're not involving yourself with a guy that is of high moral character. So, I understand that you're upset. What, what are you? Well, 
No. I understand that you're upset about him getting married and that there's an attachment to him that you haven't let go of because you're con- you continue to see him on a romantic level after even after the breakup. So there must be a very strong physical attraction between the two of you. But he's getting married. I mean, why is this guy getting married? <laughs> he doesn't. He can't even stay faithful to one person. Um, you know. Go ahead. Uh, basically, he said that he's getting married. Well, he asked me to marry him. I, I I said no because I didn't think that was a good decision. Um, but then during that time that he was asking me to marry him, he was trying to because con- he he just wanted to be married. That's the point. So if I say no, he wants to be with somebody else. I mean, because that's the only way he can, I guess, deal with his pain. Deal with the pain of losing you is getting married to someone else? No, dealing with the pain of, like, he, before he met me, I mean, he had an ex-wife and a daughter that passed away. A daughter that passed away? An ex-wife and a daughter that have both been found dead. Oh, they both were found dead. Uh, What's his birthday again? April 22nd, 1990. Yeah. Not a great. It's not a great day. 22. Well, the 22 is a multiple of 11. Uh, it's a broken up 8, the 422. So 8, 18. He's a 27, 9, right? Yeah. Did I do that right? I added something right. And, those, you know, it's interesting because you hold the master numbers in your year. So, I mean, there's a strong connection. And the wife and daughter died, like, they don't know how? They don't know how to, I mean, it's not a certain, nobody knows how I got, that's last time I've checked. They've were just they been found, found they, dead. They were found in their home? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. They, they, could have been, they could have been asphyxiated, you know, the, the air conditioner, there could have been something in, uh, I think that if, if they were found in their home and bed, asleep in separate bedrooms, with something in the air that was toxic. And and the mother died before the toddler died, if that makes sense, because the toddler was, according to what they found, because the toddler was found, like, like underneath a table crawling, and that's how she was found. Oh, my God. It didn't, did you, what you said? she said the toddler was found crawling. So this is all information she found crawling under a table. In a crawling how position. How could she be dead crawling? Well, she found, that's how they found her body. Oh, the toddler was under the table where she crawled? Correct. Now, Philson, is this information, like, is this information he, he gave you? Or, I mean, do you have more broad knowledge of it, like you saw an obituary for these two? I, like, I did Google it, and I saw, like, I don't know if it was their obituary, but their official... Like um, it could have been yeah. the obituary. You yeah, found it. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are dead. They are dead. Okay, so that's a chatter was asking to ask that. Okay, so I did. Um, and he's four twenty two ninety. I mean, what do you what do you want to well, say, Neil? You know, I mean, Wilson, this is what I mean about uh, connecting in our energy to environmental impact. I mean, if he's your ex then he's your ex. And what he does thereafter, who cares, really? Who cares? You're still attached to him because you don't have anybody. So what what it means is that you have a sense of loneliness and you're not, you have a lack of comprehension about your future. You're in doubt about your future. You're asking, am I going to meet somebody? So while you're in the midst of meeting somebody, you still have an attachment to this individual. And so, therefore, his death or his, his, I mean, not his death, but his marriage and moving forward, you have a stake in that because you haven't really detached. And you haven't detached because you're lonely and you don't have somebody. But out of the other side of your tongue, you're saying, am I going to get someone? So, So it's comprehensible the dilemma you're in, but it's not healthy. Right. Because I, you haven't 
Sorry. You haven't detached from this person. And and because if you had, you would have said, I don't really care. He's my ex. But apparently you have a problem in your own ego system <clears throat> being healthy. You're not healthy in terms of saying, I'm independent, I'm strong, he wanted a threesome, we weren't a good match, I'm moving on. Whatever he does is inconsequential to my life. I've made my decision and I'm moving forward. Then you say, do you see anybody in my life? But your, your vibe tells me that you're, you, you still have some attachments to him in some form. And, it's, and you're basing your future on his future and saying, well, he's moved on. He's got a wife. You know, I'm feeling a little bit odd about that. And am I going to get somebody? You see, you're basing it on, on an environmental factor that has nothing to do with your inner being. If you want harsh words from me, I would say forget him. Don't think about your life in relation to him. He's your ex. And start thinking about yourself and put down on paper what is healthy about you. What do you like about yourself? Not what you don't like. Not what you find that are flaws. But what you find that are your assets, your, your, your capabilities, your, the promotion of your higher self. And then seek somebody. To answer your question on the psychic level, I think you're going to find somebody in two months. Okay? I think you're going to find somebody in two months. Hmm. Well, my my addition to what Neil has said is if if you're if you're moving forward in your life on from from a relationship coming from a relationship that was unhealthy and you're not together in your and centered in your being as Philson, you're just going to attract the same type of guys. So I would work on yourself and getting more stable and sound. And I know that you have also problems in your family background, right? Yeah. You didn't have a total, totally supportive and loving home. So that's going to affect your relationships as an adult. And it has. You know, that's you know, karma. What, a short of therapy, if you keep looking back on what makes you weak, and what your problems are, that's where you're going to live. There's a harshness about life where you have to get beyond your past. Let it go. I don't you know, therapy, willpower, determination. Well, sometimes therapy will keep you stuck. I mean, yeah. a lot of it, you know, you're examining, you're rehashing the past, and it keeps you in that place. Sometimes but therapy will get you stuck. Sometimes your own mind will get you stuck. Because you keep, you're inclined to want to go back and 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 feel what makes you lose. You you feel your losses, and you become emotionally attached to existence in such a way that you can't intellectualize yourself out of it and promote yourself to a higher place. Your karma does not suggest you have to be alone, nor does it suggest that you have to settle for inadequate human beings. That's nonsense. You have the capability, and according to our analysis, the, the position of you having happiness and fulfillment, your, your master number is in the last number in your year. So if you want me to be blunt, and I'm at an age where I like to be blunt, I would say your problems are nonsense. Get rid of them, Wilson. Move into, look at what is valuable about yourself and what you have to offer. And if you can't find a man that respects that, keep moving on and looking for him. But don't put yourself down because of the lack of a companion. Yeah. Yeah, and don't involve yourself in these dramas where you're the I mean, you're, you know, you're now cheating, you know, you're the other woman. I think there was infidelity in the relationship when he cheated on you, right? Did he cheat on you? Yeah. I mean, he says that he didn't, but I, I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, he did. I saw him in my own eyes, yes. 
Yeah, I, I would imagine that he did. And then you don't want to be that other person because you're just creating karma for yourself. Right. Well, you see, there's a yeah. quicksand here. I mean, the more we focus on him, the more we stay in him. I if think I so. Uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think, I think one other thing besides the loneliness that um, um, maybe creates uh, a tie is because I don't feel, before I met him, I didn't really have any, any strong feelings or, or passions about anything. And... What, like, I do feel really passionately about him. Like, other people, they can be nice, but I'm not, like, passionate about them. Does that make sense? Even if they're perfectly... Yeah, but you need to get past that. I mean, that is so common. That is such a common... You know, yeah. he was part of your existence. He was a soulmate at some point. And, uh, and there's things you learn from him. But you have to understand that it's like a drug. In the end, it became toxic. Right, and that's probably part of the the, the obsession, the draw. Yeah, it's it's that's why you know why other people don't match up because this is like a drug to you. You know, you may say, well, he taught me. You know, I learned passion from him. I learned passion from him, but that's like a soldier saying, I went to Vietnam. And I learned how to fight, and I learned warfare, and I learned how to survive. So now I'm going to come back and, and shoot people because I, I know how to do it now. Who cares what he – whatever you learn from him, whatever you got, you own. Don't give him credit for it. You experienced part of him. Now that experience has to be put back into Filson so that you become your own person. Right. And not exactly. become what he is, what he did to you. Because he also gave you poison to drink. And, you know, you just can't, you, you could get very, very sharply connected and get sucked back into his psyche the way you're thinking. Yeah, I mean, it's just not good vibes. And honestly, the marriage with him, I mean, who cares what's going to happen with the marriage? But, I mean, this marriage to me is like a sham. This guy is not a healthy, balanced individual, so the relationship that he's getting into is not going to be a healthy, balanced relationship. But what you need to do is move forward and get more more confident in who you are as a human being. Yeah. And start to own your own feelings and your own passion. It's not passion because of someone else. You have your own passions. You're an artist, aren't you? I, yeah. So that's a passion. Well, you, know, you, you, have, you don't sound very enthusiastic about it. Yeah, you've got to get more confident. You know, look, okay, listen, if you've got the time, well, we got the dime. List five things about yourself that are valuable. List them right now. Um, I'm kind. I try to be helpful to people. Um, is that one? That's one. That's two. Uh, no, two. two. Okay, we'll give you two. two. Okay. Oh, valuable. Um, I like making other people happy. Okay. I haven't killed anyone. Really well, that, does um, that mean that you can be a better person if you do? I mean, that doesn't really define anything. Come on, two more. Well, talk about yourself. I mean, you. what are your talents? What do you What do you bring to the world other than being kind and helpful? And uh, I'm at solving problems. And okay. One more. This shouldn't be that uh, hard. I'm a, quick, I'm a quick learner. That's okay. good. Yeah, I mean, but it shouldn't be that hard of an exercise well, for you. I mean, you know, that that shows no a little bit of. That well, so to take those things that you said, Filson, and say this is what 
another mate will be attracted to. Because the value in my connection to my future mate will be that they see in me the good things that they that they will appreciate and that will, we can build a, a loving, trusting relationship in. Not somebody who's going to use me like a piece of meat so that they can enjoy themselves in a threesome and, and you know, and, and get me to be attached to them and that kind of psyche. No. What you need to do is find you value about yourself, you bring that in, and I think you're going to find it. I predict you'll find it. And it could be within two months, maybe longer, but yeah. maybe then. Okay. Okay. You, you've got it. Like, like, you know, the exercise and finding the value in, in who you are, I mean, is revealing because, it, I mean, no, you probably have never done that exercise before, but the difficulty you had coming up with things demonstrates to me that you don't see the value in yourself and, you know, this other man that you are not in a relationship with, you, you were finding your value through him. So you've got to start valuing who you are, even though that's not how you were raised. That's not your history. You've got to find a new self. And two as an adult, big change, anyways. Coming. Yeah. So you're going through Carmen. She's 29. Are you 29 now? Yeah. yeah. Which is like, yeah. you know, yeah. So that's in your code you too. You've been married two years. years. Meeting somebody well before then. I'm also going through my Saturn return. I think. Well. Well, you know, you know. Your, your Saturn, your Neptune, your Mars, your Venus. Those are all great, but you're not marrying a planet. We're talking about the right. earth flow. Right. And, and don't, I, to, my advice is don't, don't look at your life according to how the planets are evolving right. around us. Look at your life in, in relation to how your mind thinks about yourself. And start to have some self-respect so that you don't settle for somebody who abuses you or undermines you. And, and, and move forward and yeah. own who you are. And don't, don't rely on how the planets are aligned to define who you are. Right. You because we don't really look at that. We don't take stock in that. Much more important is your personal code. You were born in the earth, not on, not on Saturn. But if this requires you getting, finding a good therapist, someone you really trust, then do, do, do that. I mean, if you have insurance and can pay for it, that way, I don't know if you do. Are you still at Amazon? Were you working at Amazon? Uh, I was a pharmacy. Oh, that's right, pharmacy. But didn't you work at Amazon before in like the warehouse? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you're still at the pharmacy, and then you're thinking about being a pharmacy tech at some point. Well, I am now. Oh, you became a pharmacy tech since we last spoke. That's great. Yes. See, so you're moving up in the world. So you probably have benefits. If you want a therapist, get a therapist. We do have to move on to other callers, but there are ways for you to build your self-esteem both on your own or with the help of somebody, you know, a third party. Yeah. You're, you're a second some party, ego building. whatever. That's your problem. You need some, well, it's not your problem, but it's your journey. You need some ego building and you're going to be fine. And you don't need to be so influenced by what others think of you because that, I think, is what pulled you into this relationship with him and allowed him to kind of control your mind in a way. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 yeah. Don't you think? Yeah. Is that in my numerology as well that I care too much about what people think? What? Is that in my numerology that I care about what people think? You're for your heart person. Right. But so you have imbalance. It's an imbalance. Yeah. And then, I mean, you have your trials and tribulations to go through. We already discussed that. We're not undermining you with that. We're not minimizing that. What we're saying is don't live according to it. You have to rise above it. But you're a four. That's your heart. You think with your heart. You're a feeling person. And, uh, you know, so control your feelings in regard to making yourself feel better. Feelings plus self-esteem, not feelings plus my problems. Okay. Okay. Thank you, guys. That was really helpful. Okay, okay good. We're glad. Thank you. 
Okay, let's bring on our next caller, 518. Hi. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Sorry about that. That's okay. I had me on mute, so just in case. Um, how are you guys doing today? Doing okay. How are you? I'm good. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for taking my call. Um, sure. I have a couple questions, if I may. Okay. okay. One. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, one is about. Oh, what do you need for me? Anything? My name. Your Valerie. name. Okay. And I'm Valerie. Hi. Hi. Um, your birthday. Ten twelve. Soul birthday, please. Oh, I'm sorry. Nineteen sixty-nine. That's okay. Twenty-nine eleven two. Okay. Twenty-nine eleven two. I don't know if we've talked to you before, Valerie. Have we? I I don't. I don't think so, no. Yeah. No. Okay. We're not ringing a bell. So we'll go ahead. Go ahead with your question, then we'll have a little chat. Okay. Two things. One, I have an interview on Monday. I have a pretty good feeling about it, that I will get this job. Um, I've been looking for a little bit, and just a good feeling, I think, because, and it's a good job, I think, because of the urgency. One, and I spoke to the woman, and we seem to have a pretty good connection. Um, and the other is about a specific person. And I just like to see kind of what's going on with him. So well, I guess those the, are my two things right now. Okay. Well, you are – you just had a birthday. I did, yes. Happy birthday. Thank you. 54. 54. 54. No, I like the one better. No, yeah. 54. Just see if it's anything. I mean, in you know, in a year, it, you'll be on your fifth multiple of 11 at 55. So okay. that'll be a change. But it was an increment of two your master number is two so from birth to death your life goes in cycles of two um and also cycles of 11. so that said you know Mm -hmm. this is interview monday does the interview have anything to do with any sense of management yeah that's what i was saying too like any any Uh, position of management what's the uh, uh, job you're going after Oh, okay. It's like a medical record type. Yes. Um, well, I was administration, so that is office management. So office management, I mean, it's you're you're maintaining medical records. You're working in an office. Yes. It's administration. Yes. So we're on yes. the track. Yes. Medical okay. records. I wasn't picking up medical, so but a manager I would fit under that category, at least. Okay. Well, it's not. I definitely won't be a manager, but. But well, you're managing you're records. Managing, I oh, know. I see you're what you're saying. Manager. Yeah. But you're managing oh. medical. You're you're managing medical records, and that's a form of management, not in the typical okay. way of manager. But you know, as psychics, we could have said, "Oh, do you work in the medical field? Do you work with records?" You know, we could have said that. Yeah, we maybe we should have. But but you know, the idea of the, of the is, overall metaphorical term term of management could involve right. You have a very strong I completely voice. You have a very strong what? voice. You have a, you have a very strong voice, and you have a, a kind of a liquid sense of your vowels, which means that you're well spoken. You're very clear. So you have Thank a you. Pre- precision of mind that results in keeping records. You're very clear about what you do. You're probably very um, organized. I hate the word anal, but anal, you're very, you know, you're very. I don't like that word either. Precise. Uh, yeah, you're very. Say precise. Yeah, yeah, I know it's not the right word, but you're very clear and you're very precise, if you will, about your records, keeping them, being orderly. You like order, and that kind of thing. Now, the, it's the funny. Idea, oh, sorry. Go ahead. What's funny? I was say it's funny. At work, I am extremely meticulous about everything, even to the centimeter I put my stapler on. If you borrow it, you better put it back exactly where it was, to the centimeter. No and in my personal life, I couldn't care. I couldn't care less if things are out of place. I mean, I don't like a messy house, 
which I'm working on. But um, but yeah, at work, a super meticulous. Yeah. Well, you know, I would analyze that you might have a few issues with your mother and growing up because there's a with little my bit what? With mother. your mother and growing up, there might have been some issues. Mother? Yeah, did you um, have any yeah. issues? Well, maybe family family issues, yeah, but okay. my mom and I are like best of friends. Well, okay. You know, family I always... Family issues. Family issues. My parents... Oh, sorry. Family yeah. issues. Yeah, yeah let us talk oh, a little bit. Family, family issues yep, are yep, in yep. your throat. So you're born yep. in 10, 12. The 11 yep. is split with, I mean, there's a zero between the 11, which is, you know, marks trouble in relationships. And then you have the two that follows. That second chakra mm-hmm. relationship. So you're, and then that's a broken heart energy, the four. One, one, and two is four. So there are problems in your upbringing. And uh-huh. unfortunately, you're compounded which means and you're so your master numbers too so you probably had some trouble with relationships with men in your life was there a divorce in your past or have you never been married I've never been married no 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 I suspected she had never been married but that's the difficulty in relationships so you let's talk a little bit about the second question that you have because in the interest of time we're almost at the end of the show here um, what is the birth date of the individual that you want to ask about? Um, his birthday is 8-3-1964. Yes. yes, that's correct. Okay. Six. Yep. 11-21-31-4. Same as the last caller. Yeah, same as the last caller. And he, you're, you, month and day is an 11. 11. So you, he has an 11 oh, 8 three. Eleven. You've got the eleven solidly in your um, month and day. He's a four. Your first four numbers add up to four. Together, there are six. Together, you're Together. A six. six. He has a. Do you both have a six in the year? Um, oh, but wow. there's a past life. Um, but that you know that's common. Oh, you're also you're born on the twelfth. He's born on the third. That they're both threes there. That add those add up to six in your year. Okay. Um, the same yeah. as the sum as your, ma- your master number. So there's all these connections we can find. We could go forever finding all these connections. Right. Right. So what do you want to know specifically about this person? Um, what, what's going on with them? What you see maybe coming up for, you know, uh, the two of us, Wh- whatever you pick up on, I guess. Well, <laughs> Excuse me. You know, I, I mean, as far as your job interview uh, Monday, you're going to have a job interview Monday. We predict, now, we have a pencil or a pen. We predict and pencil you're going to get the job. Right. The thing is that, you know, there's karma involved, tribal energies and all that, and connections. Other (laughs) may have more karmic points there. But we predict in a pencil form you're going to get the job. So that stands there. Okay. Sorry. You're right about being precise at work. Can I say real quick? I'm yeah. getting a name, very common name, Jeff. Anywhere in your That's ha- exactly his name. Oh, okay. So Jeff is his name. Yeah. yeah good. Okay. So now, and, and with him, you see, you have a past life connection with him. So mm-hmm. you've known him in a past life. And okay. uh, the, the idea is that, well, since you've known him in a past life, in that past life, it wasn't complete. So what happened okay. was about the past lives, you come finally meet again on the planet, and you incorporate that, all your other karma, individually, your, all your other respective karmas, plus the karma you have with him, which means that something hasn't been completed. Now, the idea would be, well, does the completion lead to just wrapping it up and moving on, or does the completion lead to something that is more fruitful and bountiful in terms of a long-lasting relationship. Let me ask you mm-hmm. something really quick. Have you ever known anyone in the law enforcement? In law enforcement? Oh yes. Well, oh, very yes. confidently. I mean, not everybody yeah. would. So. My my dad. I have a few, a lot of people. I mean, just that I know exactly. and family. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's. I mean. So this person yeah. is in your karmic tribe, meaning that the potential of being with this person for the rest of your life at the starting gate is 64%. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. At the starting okay. gate. He's got a little okay. bit of a problem. Uh, he's been wounded, so he's got some problems he going divorced? on. In, in no, I, as a man, because for, in order for him to divorced. be a man, he has to be confident enough that he can hold on to a relationship. So he's never been married, this gentleman. Has he ever lived with no. him? No. Yes, he ever I, lived, I lived with him in the past years Oh, ago. you guys lived together in the past. So, I mean, your breakup would be the divorce um, because you lived together. Uh, you didn't official, officially get married, but you split right. up and it was a living... It was a, um, you know, a cohabitation situation. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that would be considered a divorce, really. I mean, it wasn't a long time, but I didn't realize that was considered. Karmic. Well, karmically speaking, it is. We're determining okay. legally, but karmically. Not legally, but karmically. So are you okay. deciding to get back together again? Here's the thing. I do feel a very strong connection, like a strong tie. Even we've had our... It's been pretty hostile for a while. While oh, I've known him for many years, and but I still feel there's a. Okay, I'm gonna throw this out there. It's gonna sound crazy, but I'm gonna just say it. Finally, I decided. Okay, you know, it's better to have whoever, whether it's a relative, an ex, whoever. You stay away from them. You for your peace of mind, and you go your way, and they go their way, and it's all good. And when I finally, it took me a long time to do that, I finally, finally did it. I was starting to become at peace, which I know should be a sign, but my heart was still aching, I'm not going to lie. And for a year and a half, I was getting, I know, I'm sure you've heard this, and we all get those crazy calls on the phone, but these were not like telemarketing calls. Some of them were, but they were other types of calls. And finally, I'm like, okay, I'm going to address this. It will give me a chance to see him and kind of feel things out. And I did. Well, the call stopped. No, it's not me. It's not me. If you don't leave me alone, this is going to turn into him. It's not me. But the call stopped. So I'm not an idiot. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out. If you ask somebody after a year and a half and then something stops, most likely it was them. Um, but it is hostile, but I still feel, I almost feel like kind of, and now, yes, he's been in, he was involved with someone on and off while he was involved with me. On and while off, he was involved with you? That, well, I say, yeah. I say on it, no, on and off, like we were just a here and a there, but I, you know, he was, we were not exclusive at that point. Let me put it that okay. way. So, okay. yeah, no, it wasn't like he was running around. No, no, no. Um, to my knowledge, he never did that, ever. Um, um, he had his other faults, but we all do. Um, but that's something I really look for. Someone who's faithful is, like, my thing. I can work with almost anything else. Um, but um, but I still feel, I almost feel like there's a blame there for me. And part of it was a blame. Um, but that so there would never be trust again. But I also feel a connection like, sorry. Yeah. So we got to get focused because we've got a, only a couple I minutes know. left. To go. I know. And I'm sorry. I mean, I understand that you want to, you know, you, you want to talk this out. But we've I know. Get I know. So your question, you, you've been with him in the past. Now we know. Yes. You, and you're, are you currently seeing him just yes or no? No, no, no. No. I personally... I feel like it's not done. Well, I mean, that's probably the karmic pull of the relationship because of past lives. But I would say move forward, personally. That I've would been be trying for years. On a I can't vibe. find anybody. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think settle for someone because you can't find anyone. No, no. I, I mean, I truly adore this person with every bit of my being. The yeah. only, you know, if, if you're if you're this determined, I would call I would call him up and talk to him, and tell him how you feel and see what his response is. If you want closure, dive into the pool and get it. Right. Just call that's him up a, and with him then you find and out. Say, look, I'm you're still on my mind. Blah blah blah. How do you feel about that? And if he says I I don't, it says say okay. Then I got my closure. You know, if he if he says, well, well, uh, okay, 
let me think of, you know, maybe, maybe. Then maybe you have a little bit more movement towards finding some portion of closure, whether it's a fulfillment or not. But if I were you, I'd be doing this ASAP. I really would. Because otherwise, you're going to be lost in a world of, I don't have anyone because I don't have him. Right. And that way of thinking, again, is unhealthy. And it's going to keep you stuck. And if you can, you know, whether he decides to start a relationship with you again, or he says, no, I don't want to be in a relationship with you. I want to move forward in my life. Then you're going to have a better chance of detaching and actually finding someone because you being attached to him for all these years I mean, how, how can you find somebody with that attachment? Well, I mean, but I, I mean, try to find people and I try to I go know, on dates and, and it's hard. I'm I mean, hard. it's hard. Well, I don't know if you know how hard it is out there today in general. God help me. No, because I have do. certain stipulations. I don't want someone who's ever been married. I don't want someone who has kids because I don't have either. Um, so that cuts down a lot of the pool. I won't date anyone who knows him and he knows a lot of people because I just don't think you do that. That's wrong in my eyes to date a friend of an ex. You don't do that. You don't go there. So, I mean, I've narrowed down a lot because of certain principles I feel I have, but I still try to get out there and meet people. Don't don't compromise your principles, but what we're saying is in an energetic field, in an energetic field, if you're still attached to him, you're not going to attract somebody. Uh, you're 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 too attached to this guy to really find somebody, regardless of what stipulations you have in a relationship or for a potential potential uh, suitor or partner. I'd be so, happy with a date, though. I mean, I'm trying yeah. to even go on a date. I would be, you know, I I I I may relax some of those. I personally would relax, like, you know, if you don't, I mean, I can understand you not wanting someone who has kids, but someone that hasn't been married before, if you don't want to be involved with their kids, it's understandable. But, you know, a lot of men that have been married before have the maturity to handle a relationship. And a man that hasn't been married and, you know, born in 1964, I would have questions about his maturity level. You know, that's, I think that's a red flag. Personally, you know, I mean, if you want to be specific, go on dating sites that meet the, your requirements and, you know, have have a profile uh, produced where you're looking specifically for people, the person that you, that meets your requirements. I've tried that, that too. Oh. Well, but, not, but, but you tried it. With? Yeah, she's trouble in relationship, but yeah. she also tried it when she still hung up on him. So you need a fresh start. So do what Neil said. Good idea. Have a conversation with this guy. See if he wants a relationship. If he does, then work on it. If he doesn't, then move on and let go of him. Do whatever you need to let go and move forward with your life and try to move forward on a note without him. And we think that you'll find someone. But, yes, you do have problems in relationship. It's it's apparent. Uh, Let me ask you something really quick. Anybody in the family ever have any leg or knee problems? Um, well, I mean, I know a lot of people in general, family, other. Well, I mean, give well, us I mean, a maybe no. be, give us a specific person, anyone with like a knee surgery. A knee surgery? Um, well, no, just no. a knee or leg problem. I don't need surgery. Leg or knee problem. You know, I'm glad you don't need surgery. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, oh God, there's a few. Well, just pick okay. one. I don't, oh, just pick anyone. Um, I'll go with my stepdad. Okay. Okay. So, so you, there was divorce in your family. Uh, you know, you have two choices. Divorce, You yeah. can call us back on our next show on uh, Friday, and we can further discuss this. So you could do a private with us. Uh, I think you're going to be in a relationship, but we don't have time to talk about it right now. So you have two options. Right. You can call us Friday. Or you could call us privately and talk about it. You can do either one. We got to close the show. It's 31. I understand. Yeah, we got to close the show. Thank you, guys. Thank you. It's in the works. It is in the works. And, you know, unfortunately, we didn't get to Matthew Perry's birth date, 8-19-1969. His problem's in his cross. It's 28. But we can talk about that another day. Um, We are back on the air Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time our regular time 12 p.m eastern and yes uh, valerie you're welcome to contact us privately if you want we're on facebook please follow us 
you can send us a message. Um, and we appreciate everybody's participation today. Thank you. Bye-bye.